It's 2023, y'all. And I'm happy to be here. How about you? Turn to somebody and say, I'm blessed to be in 2023. All right. Before, before you take a seat, don't, don't sit yet. You, you know me. We got to read first, right? Let's stand for the reading of God's word. Isaiah chapter 43. Isaiah 43. This thus says the Lord who makes a way through the sea and a path through the mighty waters who bring forth the chariots and the horses and the army of the mighty man they will lay down together and not rise again. They have been quenched and extinguished like a witch. Do not call to mind the former things or ponder the things of the past. Behold, somebody said, behold. Behold, I'll do something new. Somebody say something new. Yeah. Now it's spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I even make a path, a roadway in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. The beasts of the field will glorify me, the jackals and the, and the ostriches, because I have given waters in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to those chosen people. The people who I form for myself will declare my praise. Can somebody praise him? All right. Father, we thank you for your words. Your words are life. Your words are powerful. Your words are transforming. And we come on the first day of January 2023 to hear your words. May you lift us up. May you transform us. In Jesus' name we pray. Let everybody say amen. You may be seated. For those of you who play cricket, I'm the first man to bat or to open the innings. And we give God the praise. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 43 is a classic rehearsal of God's redemption or redeeming Israel from Egypt, delivering them from the hostile rule of Pharaoh. God is going to do something so startling in the future that Israel is commanded to forget the former things. Right now through Isaiah, 43 is addressed to Israel to stuck, who is stuck between, or stuck between the past and the future with little hope for or of the latter, even though they know the former. Most scholars think that 
Israel is somewhere between 550 to 500 midway through the Babylonian exile. So in other words, the children of Israel, they were in exile. They were under harsh treatment. Until Isaiah began his prophecies of hope in chapter 40 and to 50, Israel had no hope of release from the bondage they were in. They had hundreds of miles, they were hundreds of miles from home or from the distance where they should be or from the destination where they should be. So God decided that he was going to make a way. Some scholars said the difference is probably between as the crows fly and as the rivers flow. Now, as the crows fly simply means that they could just get there in no time. The distance was quick. As the rivers flow means meaning that they had to go through rivers. It was whiny, it was deep, and sometimes it was very hard to navigate. But God says, I'm going to make a way. Even though they took the shortcut straight across the Arabian desert, it was still going through a burning sand and not a drop of water or drink apart from the occasional oasis. But any escape route was nothing more than an idle speculation for the Jewish captives because they were still under the Babylonian captivity and Cyrus the Persian was still off in geographical and chronological distance. The recipients of these prophetic words were nowhere close to where they wanted to be. They had no hope of ever entering there or getting or finding hope. But Yahweh spoke for the second time in three verses. We hear the classic prophetic introduction. Thus said the Lord. And whenever you hear in scripture, thus said the Lord, it has great significance. Because it's not the prophet that is speaking, it is God who is speaking. And God says here, thus said the Lord. He's speaking to his people. And, and this carries a heavy weight. In the previous verses, Yahweh has identified himself with three terms. Yahweh can do what he will. Yahweh is the Holy One. Yahweh is the one who is in control of nations and nation and nature. He is the Israel creator. He is the one who created the earth. He is the one who created the nation. And three, he is not Nebuchadnezzar. He is the king of Israel. He is Yahweh. What Yahweh does say to his people or to his captive people, he reminds them of the story of their birth of the birth of their nation. How he took them out of bondage. He's, he's, he took them out of Egypt. He, he parted the, web, the, the Red Sea. He also killed their enemy by the way of drowning them. He made a path through the Red Sea, a path through the mighty waters. He was the one who lured the Egyptians into the middle of the dry land and 
off the Red Sea and let the towering walls of water came crashing down on Pharaoh's army. They, they, they all die, extinguished, chuffed up like a witch. All of Israel's subsequent history and identity was based on the mighty act of his redemption. Somebody say amen. amen. They would not exist were it not for the divine intervention of God. Somebody say divine intervention of God. That's what makes the next word of Yahweh so astonishing. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. Wait a minute. What does it mean to forget the former thing? Precisely what God is talking about. He's saying forget the former things. Yahweh was always telling his people to remember. How then can Yahweh tell them to forget the former things in the past? Well, God might be talking about the recent past of the exile, the trouble they had been experiencing for the past 30 years or so, possibly more, but most obviously refer to the former thing. God is what God has just rehearsed, namely their founding history, how God has delivered them, how God has spared them, how he guarded them, how he protected them, how he led them, and how he provided for them. But now, why would God tell his people to forget? Well, the story of those former things were complex, involving, involving complaint, scarce resources, divine absence or divine presence, the, the judgment of debt over the entire generation. This is called to forget the negative things of the past. Even the past was dominated by the miracles of the Exodus. That was possible. The most likely reason God, for God's call to forget the past is that God wanted them to concentrate on the future. Forget the former things was, was necessary for Israel to see what their future was like. And how many of you know that when we're going through life, sometimes if you keep on referring back to your past, it can hold you back. Can, can, I, can I say that again? If, can I say it again? If you're in a relationship and your husband or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend keep on talking about the ex... Oh, my girlfriend used to do this. My ex used to do this. What are you doing in this relationship then? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they began to think about the salvation was only a thing of the past. That their best days were behind them. <laughs> that God could not act now. How many believe can act now? God is a God of now and that there was no hope for another exodus. And I'm here to tell you today that if God delivered you yesterday, he can deliver you today. If God deliver you from your past, he can deliver you from your future and he can spear you from your future. The exodus is in reverse. God can make a way out of no way. He who made a way through the Red Sea will make a way in the desert. The God who dries up the Red Sea will make streams in the wasteland. The God who did the impossible when he led Israel out of Egypt will do another impossible by leading Israel out of the exile. And how many of you, if you're in a problem today, if you're in a situation today, understand 
that God can take you through, that God can lead you out, that God can deliver you. So today, if you come troubled, if you're here and you're troubled today, God is going to make a way for you. It might look rough, it might look impossible, but God is going to make a way. Can I hear somebody say, God is going to make a way? And there's very verse points out that the people had a burden. And how they had burdened God with their sin and, and, and weirded him with their offenses. When they prayed and offered sacrifices, their religious activities were half-heartedly. God understand that. So God will deliver them again. Not because they deserve it, but because he's a God of grace and a God who forgives and understands. And he's undeserving. He said, I, even I, who have blot out your transgression for my own sake, remembers your sin no more. He would lead them out of exile and provide water for their journey so that they may declare his praises. God is delivering you so that you may declare his praises. And, and 2022 might be bad, but I'm here to tell you that 2023 is here, and it's a year of deliverance. It's a year of new things. It's a year of what God is going to do, and you better get ready for what God is going to do. And, and the Bible says, do you perceive it? Do you know? Perceive is to know. That and you said, but, but pastor, we, we live by faith and, and not by sight. But here the Bible is saying, do you perceive it? Do you know it? That God is going to do a new thing. How many wake up this morning believing that God is going to do a new thing? How many believe it today that God is going to revive you? How many believe that God is going to raise you up? Oh my God, I wish I had a church that believed that. How many believe that? Do you believe God? And I'm telling you today, it's time to walk in the freedom of God and what God has done for you. It's not time to look back. It's time to look forward because God is going to do great things. 2023. Are you ready? You, you sound like you're ready. You got to tell yourself, I'm ready. I'm, 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 I'm ready. This is this is about me. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna overcome. You got to know. That God is real. And that he's working on your behalf. You say, Pastor, I've been going through this a long time. Well, 2023 is, to, is a stop here. You say, Pastor, you don't understand my pain. Uh, yeah, I don't understand your pain, but I know a God who understands your pain. I know a God who want to deliver you. I know a God who want to set you free. And his name is Jesus. I'm not here to give you three things. 
Look for the three things. Look for God. He has the keys to your freedom. He has the keys to your to your sickness. He has a key to your poverty. He has a key to your understanding. He has a key to the things that you're going through. And he wants to work on your behalf. Somebody think that God is against me. No, he's not. He's for you. Can I say that again? God is for who? He's for me. He's for who? For me. If you say it's for me, if you say for you, you mean you're talking about the other person? God is for me. God is for who? God is for who? For me. You, you want to fight me? Fight God. You want to challenge me? Challenge God. You want to you want to you want to backbite and and ignore me? Ignore God. Cuz he is for me. So when you see me going through my struggles, don't worry. God is for me and he's going to lift me up. Anybody need some lifting up? Just remember God is for you. Hear me, church. Don't, don't come to 2023 with this quiet thing. You know, somebody go, church, you want church to be quiet and, and all that stuff? And God is for me. Come to praise God. Because he has delivered you. He has set you free. Amen, church? Are you with me, church? You know, you know, have you seen a bird that is penned up? A bird that, that, is, that, is, that is in a cage? A dog that is chained? A cat that is contained? When you let that cat go, when you let that bird go, he says, I'm gone. Are, are you with me? And that's how we are. When God delivers you, come with a praise. Because he's our God. Come, come with a song. Come with a come with a song. Come with a praise. Because God has delivered you. And if you if you if you're gonna take away something from today, it is this, it is this, is that God who delivers yesterday is able to deliver today. And Paul said in Philippians, forgetting those things which are behind, I'm gonna reach for. And he says, I'm going to press. Somebody say press. Are you going to what? I'm going to what? You're going to what? I'm going to what? You know what press means? Press means? This is what press means. Can I show you? I'm weak. And they say, I can't get up. I'm going to press. Somebody say press. I'm going to press. Oh, they said, I, they said I can't make it. I'm going to what? 
I'm going to what? Press, press, press. And soon your press is going to turn into running. And if you can't speak, praise until you speak. All right. What do I do now? Because I'm, 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 I'm stuck between two things and I can't go further, but I'm going to press. Are you with me? I, I'm, I'm weary, but I'm going to press. I'm discouraged, but I'm going to press. They talk about me, but I'm going to press. They say, they say I'm, no, I'm no good, but I'm going to press. They said, they said I'm from a different class, but I'm going to press. They said I'm poor, but I'm going to press. They said I'm broke, but I'm going to press. Because one day God is going to deliver me. stand with me can you stand with me <laughs> all week I've been thinking about this how God want to help us and how he wants to deliver us and, and can I say this church Inspire Church. Can I say this? We have been through hell and backwards, but we're going to press. Prayer, prayer wars. We gonna press, and this, this, you know, in in this verse here, God didn't use any if words. He said, "Thus said the Lord." He didn't say, "If my people." So we don't have to do anything. All we have to do is just press and believe God. So my word for us, Inspire Church. Is this we have bled, but God still remembers us. Twenty twenty three, you could drop the gates of hell in here. We're gonna preserve. We're gonna pursue. Amen, church. Are you with me, somebody? Come on, give the Lord a praise.
could, could touch you, come in your house, but he will not harm you because the Lord is with you. Can I, can I go down here? I didn't ask your permission. I did it already. God is with us. The Lord is with us. Brother, the Lord is with you. Brother, our Lord is with you. Come on, come on, come on, say. Church ain't gonna be as normal. 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 Can I say that again? The Holy Ghost is here. God is here. This is a Holy Ghost church. This is a Holy Ghost church. This is a sanctified church. This is a church of God. This is a church that God builds. And he says, no weapon. Somebody said, no weapon. Come on, say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Run and say, no weapon. Walk out here. 2023 with a new determination that God is going to work on your behalf. 